Prime here, everyone. Oh, it's a no time to wait. Gomo's here, the Prime Minister, ladies and gentlemen. Morning, Mr. Morrison. How good are morning. you? Good morning. Hi, Jackie. O. How's hey. things today? Looking good? Or you got a busy one? What's happening? Oh, well, of course oh, it's busy. busy. Always the day after the budget, but I got I got to agree with you. I'm feeling for people up in Lismore and in Ballina oh, today. Yeah. I mm. mean, honestly, it is. They've been hit so hard. Uh, we've got 3,200 members of the Defence Forces, our army, and up there. Uh, right now, they're obviously there, part of the recovery and the clean-up, so they're standing there ready to assist. Those floodwaters uh, should be peaking, as, as they said in your news report, right about now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the, the damage of that flood is one thing, but the, I'm also very concerned about the mental health and trauma impact on people who have just been devastated in that part of the country. We've already mm. uh, provided hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars of support and the clean-up operations, but... Honestly, this is going to be very hard for them, but uh, we'll be supporting them. And uh, I know everybody listening on just wants the best for them. And yeah, for and, sure. Sending uh, out their, you know, their good vibes. You know what I liked, so. Prime Minister? I liked mm. when you went up there and you mm. did not take the media with you because it was you didn't want to use it as a photo opportunity. And then the mm. opposition started going, "Ah, oh, he's hiding." And I thought, Jesus, you know what? I actually really respect that you wanted to sit down without the hoo-ha of the press and actually have one-on-ones with with folks that were affected. I liked that. Well, I appreciate you saying that, and as you're right, we copped a lot of um, flack for it from um, Mr Albanese and everyone, but, I mean, when I go into a region like that, the reason I'm going there is to understand what the impact is and what people need with help. And, you know, when they've got cam- cameras you know, shoved in their face, I mean, these people are grieving. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I went with people on their dairy farms. I went into their businesses. I went into their homes. We didn't block off any streets or anything like that. That was just Albo telling porkies um but um you know does we that frustrate you when that happens though like oh, when they when, when they start lying or making up these stories mm. what isn't don't you just want to come out every time and call their bullshit I've, well you know i've been doing this for a long time and you've got to have a pretty thick skin prime ministers have a, have a thick skin and if you jump at every time that someone gets a bit grumpy at you um well you know you're not going to have time to do the job you have to do so so focus and get on with it yeah. and, you Focus handle things differently to, to, like, what, say, Will Smith might handle things. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I didn't go the Will Smith option, no. You, you did not be seeing that. But what if Anthony said something disparaging about Jenny? How oh, would you handle all that? All bets are off. Would Albo be bitch slapped or would he <laughs> work it out another way? You'd have to stand well, up for her in some way. Well, I certainly would. Mm. Um, but uh, I certainly would. But I don't know if I'd take that course. But. Yeah. Uh, but look, to be honest, I'd be very disappointed if he did ever did anything like that, and I don't think he would. But I, I don't think well, so. I, I, like, I can't see a bad thing I with your wife. She seems lovely. And oh, I really, we love Jenny. I really liked uh, the endometriosis thing because yep. oh, Jackie, yeah. Jackie's I a sufferer that. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I had it for Whoa. a long time, um, yeah. and I have to say I was really pleased about that plan because I went for probably – I reckon 12 years mm-hmm. being undiagnosed and went to so many different doctors and none of them pr- said it was endometriosis. I don't wow. even know if they knew too much about it back then, but it was very frustrating to, to try and explain how much pain you're in and no one uh, can do anything about it. So I think that was a really good idea. Well, um, yeah, Jenny's an inspiration and she had a very similar story to you, Jackie. Um, very, it was almost exactly the same. I have to say, yeah. and uh, and she suffered with that over such a long period of time, and it obviously had impacts on our ability to have kids. Um, but you know, we were able to be blessed, and and uh, we've got two wonderful kids. That's why I call 
uh, Abby, my miracle girl. Um, yes. And um, and then Lily followed a couple of years later, and uh, our cup overflowed. And but the story doesn't always end that way for everybody, and no. we know that. And if you're out there listening today, um, I know that Jenny and I know that. But the 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 endometriosis plan um, provides real support for people to do with the pain. And as you know, Jackie, the pain's terrible. It's horrendous. It and you've got to manage a, the know. pain. And then there's all the other things, the scans and, and the raising the awareness, um, um, particularly the guidelines for GPs and, 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 and doctors elsewhere in the system. So they know. I mean, GPs have such a hard job. You think about it. You walk into their surgery and you say, I feel a bit like this or this is happening. And, you know, they've got to try and work out what's going on. Um, mm. My cousin's a GP. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I really admire what he does every day and all the GPs. They've got, you know, we really trust them. And, um, yeah. and, and our bulk billing rate now for, for Medicare is the highest it's ever been. And in the budget, you know, we continue to support um, Medicare. Uh, Medicare is strong, will always be. And we've, we've supported other drugs. Um, we've oh, got good. drugs in there on breast cancer, which we've listed on the pharmaceutical benefit scheme. Yeah. Listed that last night. That means a course of treatment which would have cost $80,000. You now get for 42 bucks. Oh, wow. that's going to change everyone's life. Breast cancer. Um, there was another one I spoke to, a young bloke, uh, lives not far from where we are, and, uh, and he has cystic fibrosis. And there's a new drug, Trikafta, um, which and I said, mate, what, what does this mean for you? And he says, it means I, don't, I can keep up with my mates. I can play basketball. I, I don't have the shortness of breath. It obviously extends his, his, his life as well. And, of course, we're thrilled about that. But Absolutely. for him... He could ride his bike with his mates. He could go and play basketball. And this is why, you know, this, when people hear me talking about a strong economy and getting people into jobs, this is why we do it, because this is how you pay for things. Yeah. The more people we have in work, that means people aren't on welfare benefits. means they're paying taxes, which means that I can pay for, tri- for Trikafta and endometriosis treatment. It means I can pay for our defence forces and pay for the pensions and Medicare and the National Disability Insurance Scheme. None of these things pay for themselves. And the other thing we did in the budget last night was to ensure so we can pay for these things in the future is we're investing in our, in our regions. You know, Australia's just not the eight capital cities around the country. And more than 80% of what we export overseas in goods comes out of our regions. And, you know, for the regions to be successful, that means we can pay for things in the cities. So let's thank everybody out there in regional Australia for what they do every day, farming and digging things out of the ground and doing and manufacturing. They're the hard they, workers. They're the, the backbone. The they're the backbone of the whole... Co- oh, I'm talking about backbone. Albo came in here. Uh, I yeah, he came in because obviously, you know, you're running a country and he's just running a popularity contest. Oh, and, now. And, and anyway, listen, I know, I've told yeah. everyone I'm voting for ScoMo. Yeah, simple as that. I, know, I don't I care. Me too. And I told, uh, Albo said, what can I do to get your vote? And I said, you do a shoey live on air with like drinking a beer out of my shoe and legalise weed. And he, he caved. He couldn't do either of it. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't, couldn't, wouldn't do it. But you know Is what Scobo he said? Do it? But, yeah, but you know what he it. said, uh, Mr. Morrison? He said... I'm in here, and I guarantee you Scott will never come in here. Well, what a gauntlet to throw down. I know. What a gauntlet. Oh. There's still plenty of time between now and the election. The only problem I think we haven't done that is I haven't been in the I haven't been in Sydney very often right. to be honest in, yeah, in the morning. Yeah, yeah. But I've, I've always appreciated chatting, particularly after the budget. Can I just tell you about a couple of things yes. in the budget last night? Um, because the economy has gone 
really strongly over the last year, much better than we thought it would. Australia's coming out of this pandemic. People have worked really hard. They've gone through a tremendous amount. That means the economy is stronger. So we've turned the budget around by $100 billion. Wow. And so with the increase of what we've seen in petrol prices, and we all know that's caused by what's happening over there, terrible events in, in Ukraine with the war, that's pushing up petrol prices. And when that happens, it pushes up the cost of everything else, food, groceries, because you've got to put everything on a truck in Australia mm-hmm. and drive it a long way. Um, and so we've halved the petrol excise. What that means, we've just cut in half the tax on petrol. Mm. And that's about 22 cents. Can, I, can I ask you, Prime Minister, how are we yeah. going to make sure petrol stations don't just pocket that yeah. money for themselves? Very good question. And, that, and the Treasurer had, was already at work on that bef- before we announced it. Um, the ACCC, they're called, they're the, p- the police on fuel prices. And they have powers to apply fines and to monitor these prices and to take action. Now, everybody knows these petrol prices should be coming down by uh, over 20 cents. And we've done it for six months. In New Zealand, they did it for three. Yeah. And this is temporary. It's targeted. And it's responsible because we've grown the economy so we can afford to do it. Now, you've talked about Anthony Albanese. He would have spent an extra $81 billion. Because, you know, when we stopped JobKeeper, he criticised us for doing that. But we knew it was time to stop it Mm -hmm. because the economy was strengthening. People were getting back into jobs. Now, if we'd done that, we wouldn't have been able to afford that fuel excise cut last night. And then also we've got the the cut to people's other taxes on personal income tax. If you're earning up to around 126,000, but particularly up to 90,000, um, you'll be able to get more of your tax back. So we're not giving you anything. It's your money. We're just saying you need to keep more of it. And, of course, for pensioners and others who depend on those benefits at Centrelink, um, then there's $250 coming to help them with the cost of living relief. Now, we need to do this because these cost of living impacts are real. The fuel prices are real. This package is real. We can afford it because of the hard work that Australians have put in and the way we've managed the budget. And uh, it's necessary now. We're delivering it now. And then we will get back to the job of further strengthening our economy, particularly out in those regions where all the so many jobs. If anyone listening today, if you're not in work today or you're wanting a, a different opportunity, there's lots of jobs out there in the regions. There is. And they need you. <laughs> They, and they look after you too, home-cooked yeah. meals, all that stuff. It's a great yeah. spot. Look, Prime Minister, I know you're busy telling everyone about it. It is a great budget. Thank I you. Know, yeah. Me, the rich middle-aged white millionaire, I don't know you what don't cut I'll get. get. Uh, I'll have to <laughs> no. go on Centrelink or something to get some. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever. I think you'll be all right, mate. I think I'll be fine. Uh, now. Thank you, Prime Minister. Thank you, Prime Minister. Well done. And tell, yeah. uh, tell uh, Frydenberg and uh, Frankenstein or whatever you call him, <laughs> well done. <laughs> He's, he's done great. And also tonight, I'm sure everyone will be tuning in to, to, to remember Shane Warren. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, absolutely. I think that's going to be a, a – look, I just hope it's a, a great uh, um, celebration of his life and that his family can just look at all that and just understand how, how special Australians uh, saw him as and that yep. they take some comfort from he that. He was a great, wonderful, warm man. Mm. He was. Uh, he'll be missed. Thank yeah. you, Prime Minister. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. Have a good day. It's ScoMo, Prime Minister of Australia. There you go. Hey, nice one. He's got a real spring in his step when he's Doesn't done he? something great. Yeah, he certainly knows, like, sounds like he knows what he's talking about. And I about. don't pay attention to budgets. <laughs> right? He's a marketing man, Jackie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. He anything. came across quite impressive. I, I was like, yeah, oh, it's not to like. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. I don't know anything about budgets. <laughs> I don't really care personally no. if the fuel price goes up and down. But oh, I know no, we want that. But it, you're right. It's interesting because once the fuel prices go up, it affects everything. Yeah. And that, but that's imagine, a problem. Imagine that's that tough. in six months' time, when the price goes back up twenty-two cents a litre, like overnight. Yeah, but the, that's oh, gonna, don't be a negative, Nancy. <laughs> but Brooklyn. I mean, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, that's that, going to suck. That no, day. hopefully, fuel will have stabilised its international price by then. 
They're only doing this to counteract no, the I increase know, I know. In but price. there will be a day where it just jumps up. Yeah, well, it won't bother you because you're in that piece of shit electric <laughs> uh, piece of shit. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Zipping around like your bloody God's gift to electric car enthusiasts. There he is. And Brooklyn Driving doesn't care about fuel. Yep, straight past Caltex. <laughs> There's all us standing there, buddy, waiting for them to turn the pump on. And there goes Brooklyn, not a care in the world. Here he comes again. Hey. I tell you what, it is good. <laughs> He doesn't Don't care. Don't regret that yeah. purchase. Has it got a toaster in it, that Tesla? <laughs> no, it should Piece be. Piece of shit. <laughs> Why would it toaster? have a toaster? <laughs> because it's, you, what are you going to do? It's driving itself. <laughs> uh, you, you, okay, of make, all things, You go, Tesla, make me a ham and cheese toaster. <laughs> you don't need that glove box full of sunglasses and broken necklaces no, and whatever. Don't. You put a freaking toaster in there. Put a coffee there. machine in there. That's oh, what yeah, I think would be good. good. Y'all been great. Thank you so much. Kyle and Jackie O.